Hey, I'm Mike. And I'm Kevin. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look at some of your favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. Hey, welcome. This is episode five of our Predator Breakdown. Uh, this section covers from just after Hawkins has been killed up through Mac having a final drink with Blaine. We're also joined this time by a special guest, Sam Krumoff, a super Predator fan. Uh, hello, hello. Predator from way back in the day. Oh, yeah. yeah. from way back Going on in the 30 day. years or so. <laughs> You've got a great story about your first exposure to Predator. Will you tell us? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I guarantee you can't find anybody in the Southeast United States that has my story uh, with Predator. Um, so basically, I grew up in uh, communist Eastern Europe, Bulgaria. And, uh, you know, over there, you don't have rated R or anything. You know, you, you're just exposed to a bunch of stuff. Uh, whatever you're exposed to, you're exposed to. So I remember uh, being a kid and getting a VHS tape with my parents, and I must have been about six years old. This is in Bulgaria. This is in Bulgaria. Yeah, I did move to the States till I was 11. Basically, I saw the movie at a very, very young age. I think it scared me uh, really badly the first couple of times, but then obviously as I grew up, I started just appreciating it and loving it. So the rest is history. Cool. So in, in like communist country, you see this, and is it like this is what the West is like? Or well, I have to say that this is the late '80s, so communism basically was a non-factor. I mean, this is you're talking about the the fall of communism happened in '89. So at that point, the West is it's not like the '60s or '70s uh, when when a lot of things you get you're not exposed to them and you kind of have to guess. You know, I, I would say the West was just overwhelming. The, the you know um, the Western culture is overwhelming the East. That's why you know like the youth. Um, I'm talking about the teenagers at, at that time and the 20-year-olds and my parents. They were all thinking about you know, wanting to be part of the West, right? So at this point, it's, it's a crossover. But I, I just remember being the biggest Arnold fan in the world. Um, don't remember whether it was before or after seeing Predator, but I just knew about Commando. I knew about uh, Running Man. I knew about all those movies. I remember having an argument in kindergarten with a kid who the strongest man in the world was, right? So that's what you argue about when you're a kid. Yeah. And I was saying Arnold, and he was saying Sylvester Stallone. I can imagine who else would have been like known for their strength. That's back what then. I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. And I think people forget that the, probably the two biggest actors in the world in the mid to late 80s were Arnold and Sylvester. Oh, they were world. Yeah, they were global. Yeah, they were absolutely the top, yeah. the top guys. I have a quick question for you. So you. So this was your first like experience of a Western... like. Or so anything like, and excuse me for my ignorance, but like jeans or like. Oh no 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 no! I mean, I, my dad, my dad's been was a Stones fan, Rolling Stones fan okay. since the early seventies. I grew up listening to the Stones every morning. Uh, I would say just you know when when you're so small, you know you mm -hmm. start watching movies, right? And like I said, there was no filter back then, so you could really watch whatever movie. So I remember seeing. Uh, do you remember Willow, the movie Willow? Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing that in the theaters. You know, so there's a couple of movies that just stand out. I, I grew up in the prime. Of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, cool. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's get into the episode. Uh, in this episode, Pancho, where we start off is Pancho finds Anna covered in blood. And this is right after Hawkins has been killed or he's, and he's been dragged away. Pancho runs up on Anna and she's like covered in blood. And they're just like, what the hell just yeah. happened? She's like real, like she looks real scared. 
Like, she's got that thousand-yard stare going where, like, she's not making eye contact with anyone. She's just staring off into the distance. Yeah. Like, it's clear something very intense just happened. Yeah, and, right? she's not, and she's covered in, like, like just covered in blood. Like, it's smeared all over her. And They think that it's her blood because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. so much blood on her. Yeah. No okay, the movie's full of intense moments, right? And at two, up to that point of the movie, that is the most intense moment you've come across, right? And we Be- just had our first, like, look at actual, like, camouflage predator. Exactly. Just before yeah. that. So that's the mm. first time that we're like, whoa, this is not a human. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Or and, something. Or we don't really least, know what it is at that point. Right. It could be, like, super technology that we just don't know about yeah. yet. Yeah. If there hadn't been that, like we said before, if there hadn't been that opening scene with the spaceship, then that we would have been like, what the hell is going on? Right. So Pancho follows the uh, blood trail back into the into the woods, and he sees like this, just pile of like whatever, like guts and blood, and just like, <laughs> so like a little of everything, like some entrails. I, my question to you guys is like, how do you think they did that in production? Do you think they use like real? How do they make? How do mm. you think they made that? Did they make it with like real? You can go to the butcher shop and like buy like sheep intestines and stomachs question. and stuff like that. I mean, that. this was shot in Mexico, right? So right. I imagine they probably found something like that over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, and so I'm sure that Mexico's like code, like uh, <laughs> movie code, was pretty lax. That scene is so powerful when you see the intestines. I mean, it's just so. Again, I, I've just been we've in pre uh, before we started recording the episode, and even in previous weeks, we've been raving about Predator amongst ourselves and. I know I'm just finally joining the party here, but I have to say <laughs> that every single scene in that movie matters, right? And and I think just that scene when when they're they're kind of moving over the the big leaf to expose yeah. to expose the blood and intestines mm-hmm. is just is just so powerful. I mean, and you see the looks in their faces. And again, people people talk about '80s movies and the fact that some of them some are cheesy and and they're not serious and this and that. Look at these actors, right? I mean, Arnold's already done Commando, which you could you could call cheesy in a lot of ways, and, and even Running Man, but everybody's just so serious. There's not a second of kind of uh, kind of letting your guard down, and yeah, it's just are, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, like the the guts and all that, like kind of turns Pancho's stomach. Like he yeah. sort of turns away and covers his mouth. This old and weathered it's like, veteran, right? This yeah. is a dude who like literally, literally just killed like a dozen guys. Like yeah. within the last With hour, <laughs> and and now it's like you know now he's seeing something that is he's never seen before. He's not prepared for that. That's the amazing thing. These guys, for the first time, realize they're in for something, something they haven't seen before, and and they're starting to be like, okay, um, I may be getting scared here because yeah. they don't know what yeah. to expect. It's the unknown, right? Yeah, yeah. I also yeah. got to say, like Arnold, I I sometimes I knock his like acting ability, but he does some great work in this scene, like with just his eyes, like. He's like wide-eyed and looking scared, and like he doesn't know what to make of all this. And I mean, well, me and my dad growing up, uh, we we do laugh at a couple of moments, but I don't even think they're they're intended to be funny. But throughout the movie, you know, Arnold again, this is the biggest star in the world. He's done a million action movies. So many times in the movie, you can catch him kind of look, give a very intense look, like almost like, oh. uh I think I may be scared. <laughs> <laughs> and no, he does a good job in this movie because he kind of. It's the first movie I can think of that he that in his career where it's kind of like oh he's like actually acting because like Conan yeah. and Terminator as I've said before like they're kind of one note characters yeah. where you don't get to do much but this yeah. one he's like got to be scared he's got to yell at guys he's yeah, got to yeah, yeah. you know well, we talked about do a lot. The, yeah, we talked about it like they was one of the reasons they brought in Carl Weathers because they needed uh, somebody for Arnold to act against. Yeah, and then, have a little so, bit of conflict, of course. Yeah, yeah, a little conflict. So this was like, yeah, this was definitely one of the first times that uh, Arnold was 
engaged in a movie not engaged in a movie but like he, he really had to act you know yeah other times it was and i know this is gonna sound funny what i'm about to say but mostly it was like just big muscle just like yeah. you know yeah show your strength and everything like this but in this one he had to show emotion he had mm-hmm. to show like range like he showed that he was scared oh the other so. thing i love about that scene is that uh when they're asking the woman you know in spanish and carl weathers says no that's not what she said you know what she said doesn't make sense even from that statement you know, it, it, it just gives you goosebumps. You know, it makes you like, again, I, this movie's given me goosebumps since I was a kid, and it still does. I'm serious. And, and it's like, it's just so, I mean, if you put your, you know, the, the way I watch movies is I put myself in those people's shoes. And it's not every movie you can do that, right? Because some movies you just, you see they're just way Hollywood. You get parachuted in a jungle, <laughs> and you know that there's something out there that you don't know what it is. And you got all the guns you want, but it's just a little group of you. And one of you guys just got butchered, and you've seen people skinned earlier in the movie. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, this woman gives you an explanation that doesn't make sense. You're getting, I mean, you're just like, what's going on, right? So yeah. you put yourself in, that, in those shoes. It's a scary situation. I mean, I've always found this movie scary. When I was a kid, of course, because I was a kid. But I still find it scary in an uncomfortable way because... To me, it is very realistic the way it was done. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with like the, the whole practical effects part of right. the movie. Like they filmed really in a jungle; those are really like entrails on the floor. Yeah, that was really blood smeared on our face instead of all this CGI stuff. That was really the yeah. predator, you know. And like not showing the monster. Yeah, like, like they dolls. don't know what's out there, which is scarier than if they just show the monster a lot right off the bat, you know. Yeah, we talked about the movie Predator. I mean, what is the Predator, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know. You really don't know from start to finish of the movie. I mean, Tiernan was from the Jaws, Steven Spielberg Jaws <laughs> school. <laughs> school. Yeah. yeah, and then actually that does work because I don't think that the first Predator really worked. No, they yeah, they kept redesigning the look of the Predator. Yeah, I've never seen but it. To, so as Sam was saying, they they start grilling Anna about what happened here. Who who took Hawkins? And like she's speaking Spanish and the translation from Pancho is the jungle came alive and took him, which is already like spooky enough. Yeah. And then Carl Weathers like, like he said, no, that's not what she said. What she says doesn't make sense. Like, does yeah. the jungle came alive and took him make sense? I mean, I mean, what could be spookier than that? Right. It's crazy. Yeah. I guess if you're just <laughs> kind of like have no idea what's going on, like that would make no sense to me. Like, what are you talking about? The jungle came alive, but. Because they, they, at this point, don't know us the camo. Yeah. The other thing what I love is just how fast everything happened, right? I mean, one second, everybody's on the same page. One second, one of their guys is gone and dead and, and just gone. They can't yeah. even find the body. Yeah. I mean, it was so fast. And they go from a position where, you know, they're just going through the jungle, trying to get to the extraction point to, oh, crap, what's happening? We're in a fight for our lives. Yeah. So. You're yeah. right. Because they were all running towards that spot because they were all chasing her. Yeah. So from the time it took for it was them like 10 to, seconds yeah. after. But yeah. that shows you how good the predator is. And, and, you know, again, that's only the viewer knows that. These guys don't know. But you know that they're in for, for, for a world of hurt. Yeah. They're about to find that out. Mm-hmm. And you got Pancho and, and Dylan are at each other's throats arguing about the translation of whatever Anna said. And then Arnold. Well, they're starting sort of, to panic. They're starting to. Yeah. They're worrying now. Well, Arnold steps in and shows that leadership. And yeah. tells him like, guys, you know, settle down. Yeah, this will so, find the body. Let's so do Dutch it. is uh, Dash asked a really good questionnaire. He's like, well, why didn't they take uh, Hawkins' gun? Why didn't they take any of his equipment? Exactly. It's like super logical. It's like, yeah, if this was 
some gorillas or whoever, you yep. know, they would totally well, have. There's spooky point. Has grabbed yeah. his his kit. You it know? definitely lets them know that they're not dealing with because they at this point still think they're dealing with like some just mystery men in the woods, some gorillas or whatnot. But mm-hmm. this lets you know that oh, this might be something else uh, other than that. Dylan, the more unorthodox questions they have, the more they get uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dylan shows his brains where he's like points out this is the same thing that happened to Jim Hopper. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. again, how freaky is that? I mean, yeah. we, we all saw what happened there, and that was just terrifying, right? Yeah. And they don't, and yeah, they with the Hopper and his crew that had been up skinned. in the helicopter. Yeah, they yeah. had been skinned, and they hadn't seen anything like that before. Yeah, we've talked about this narrative, right? So they start the movie as the hunters, right? They go to hunt the gorillas. This is the moment where they realize, uh oh, mm-hmm. now we may be the hunted ones. Yeah, I I think it's really interesting that this uh, group of grizzled veteran like commandos are now scared. Like they haven't run against anything like this before and and you can only imagine the kind of like shit that they've been in in the jungles yeah. and all yeah. their like I'm sure some of those guys have been in yep. Vietnam and now they're literally scared for their lives at this point. All right, the guys are going through like some really thick jungle yeah. like looking for this. Where would they get that snake from? That was that's true. That's just a random giant snake. They had a snake wrangler. There's they, no way they just randomly that, found like a python in the woods think, and was like, oh, let's just throw this in a movie. Yeah, that was like, I mean, one it's of the a great biggest shot, snakes. Though. Shot. I mean, whoever put the snake there for it to come down the branch just so perfectly as they're looking for the body. I mean, man. And, 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 and <laughs> so you, you think that was just like by happenstance or do you think that they set that up? <laughs> no, I mean, they obviously set, set it up. But I, I just think, again, that's really good cin- cinematography again uh-huh. because you know you're not even afraid of the snake anymore. Right. Right? Otherwise, you'd be afraid of the snake, but you're like, Ooh, there's a lot worse going on right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's when we get our big crane shot, where the crane like goes up into the... Uh, Very smooth the vine. shot, by the way, yeah. There's like, blood dripping everywhere. Oh, yeah, it follows yeah. up into the treetops. Arnold we... should have spotted that. I, I, I'm disappointed. There was, blo- was a lot of blood. I, I feel like there's a couple of uh, scenes that people should have spotted stuff. And you had said that earlier, where how didn't Arnold know that Dutch was uh, in the room behind him? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, how did, like... Arnold not notice like that. You can hear buckets, it like drip, drip buckets drip, drip, of drip. Blood, blood coming down the. Billy would have noticed that. Billy would have noticed 100. percent He smelled it. Yeah. You could smell blood. It's Maybe smelled, Arnold yeah. was was already shaking a little bit, so you you could tell these guys are their guard goes down a little bit. Right, they're really like they're like keyed up. They're like yeah. psyched out. They're scared. You got. I mean, what, what would you do if one of your team members? was just gutted and you don't even know where the body is. I'm I mean, like, yeah. do see you later, guys. <laughs> That's what I'm no, saying. No. And you got to know where to go. All of a sudden, your, your problem was the extraction point and, and the gorillas. And all of a sudden, you, you, you have a you know hostage that you don't know what to do with. And all of a sudden, you feel like there's somebody out there killing your men. I mean, and Blaine is like, he's got painless, the huge gun, and he's still scared. Well, we have to we have to remember that at this point they still don't know what they're dealing with. So they're they're scared, but they are thinking that this is something that they have they could possibly deal with. They don't know the scope of what they're right. doing. They can't comprehend that it's anything more than yeah. some men. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, I do like when Blaine's got painless out and he's like, here's the little rustling and he's whispering. He's like, come on in, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's a pretty badass line, really, even for like a scared guy. I mean, he's the best gun in the movie, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's one of the and best guns in movies. In <laughs> yeah. I don't think that gun's been used better in the history of cinema. We were talking, they uh, use that same gun in Terminator 2, yeah, when yeah. that kicks out the window, yeah, but it's same. better in Predator. I mean, I'm sorry, but yeah, when, when you mow down the, 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 the half a jungle, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. everybody wants it, to do that. Right, they like did that. it first, yeah. and they did it better. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But uh, So, uh, let's, let's take a step back. Um, Blaine, you know, he's kind of spinning around with the gun, and all of a sudden he gets out of nowhere from the back, gets shot in the neck, right? With this. Yeah. So, 
he gets shot in the neck with like a blue laser, if you will. And you could tell it's coming from the trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So my question is, is the predator stunning him or did he just miss the shot? I don't think it'd be. Well, you know, he wasn't moving target, so it could have been like a glancing blow. You know, as opposed to like a direct hit, which is just like instant death. Yeah, because his next shot is the kill shot. Yeah. Um, you mean the first shot's the kill shot? No, no the, he gets hit like shot. one time and he's kind of dazed. He hot, and then he gets, he gets blown shot. right through his chest. So he gets, so there's two shots. The predator, take, he's up in the trees and he, he shoots once and hits Blaine in the neck, right? And uh-huh. Blaine's like, Ugh, yeah. what, what, what was that? So he gets his chest completely blown out. My question is, I have two questions. Like, did the predator miss the first shot? And can the predator... Uh, control the strength of the laser shot? I would say Ooh. he's capable of missing. I think he's capable of missing, just as anybody. And But I do think he can probably control like different types levels of... Levels of... Well, yeah, different the whatever. There whatever. has to be different types of levels, you'd think, right? But, but also, I, I think, given how high up in the trees he was, given that the Predator knew that there's other, uh, you know, soldiers nearby, it wasn't... It, it, he didn't have the comfort... To, to set up that shot. I think it was a quick kill. He knew he had to get that kind of over with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel the first shot's a miss. Actually, he's spinning. Yeah, I think he's a moving target. And, yeah. you know, he only partially, like, grazed him with the shot. Yeah. I think so. I, sorry, you could tell later in the movie that, that, that it takes a while for the yeah. targeting to match up. Yeah. So we kind of talked about this earlier. Like, so the Predator is a novice hunter. Is this his first trip to Earth? Well, I mean, these are probably... Of humans that he's hunted, maybe mm-hmm. in the past, like these is, have, have to be the most elite squad of guys that he's ever come True. up against. But it's been established before that predators have visited this, this of course, place yeah. before. Yeah. So I'm wondering. This could be like a training planet. Yeah. Them, so, you know? yeah, I'm wondering if this is this particular predator's first trip there. Or because I, I don't think you would come back. I I think that it's probably one trip per predator. I mean, they don't come back. Yeah. Yeah. He got his trophies, and he can go yeah. back home or whatever. Because because you're saying that he missed that shot, but it was kind of a standing target. Like he was yeah. just standing there, and for him to miss was kind of like I I wonder if that was written into the screenplay. Like predator missed his target and then has to shoot again. But I like, want to know why the if, if the if he didn't mean to miss, if he was just toying with him, right? Then. Why would he then let his guard down, uh, you know, to, to almost be caught? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good question. So think- he must be learning. He must be kind of new with this. Mm-hmm. And somewhere in my predator research that I've done, I came up with, they said that his, his shoulder gun is a plasma cannon. Mm-hmm. It shoots a small ball of plasma that can cut straight through a, a man. Um, and it's like linked to his helmet. So like it. Yeah. You know, he turns his head and kinda up and like, down, and the cannon aims like where his Iron eyes Man. are aiming. Yeah. But I would think, yeah, he could probably control, like, the intensity. Of, uh, that is a cool gun, man. Like, that's a, it's pretty dope, that's right? a cooler gun than uh, Old Painless right No. There. Oh, man. Okay, uh, if I had a choice between guns, and somebody says, uh, I have, like, a this heavy-ass, like, machine gun that you have to carry around that uh, yeah. that has a limited amount of bullets or you can put a plasma gun on your shoulder. I haven't really thought about the gun but that is so cool. I mean, is there a better gun really from aliens that you've seen ever? Like I mean, alien, yeah, usually aliens don't have like weapons from like an that. Alien? Or, usually just or a if monster. it's Star Wars or Star Trek, it's something that they, they manually hold, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it, no, nobody has a gun on the shoulder. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. amazing technology, I have to say. It's like yeah. a mini cannon. It comes out like a mini cannon. It's like, yeah. Zoop, zoop. <laughs> this is pretty awesome. Yeah. 
And so, I, is it like direct? Like, I guess it's guided by his eyes, like where he looks yeah. is where the. Well, of course, the, the yeah. mass like, links with his vision, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Such a cool gun. That's it's what I'm saying. Cool. I challenge anybody to find a flaw in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, so Blaine gets a hole like just blown right through him, and it's like that mist of blood. Like, it's a pretty gory kill. Yeah. You know, like we you haven't really seen stuff like that in movies really up no. to that point. Like, I agree. It, just got a hole blown right through. This was a movie of first. Yeah. Also, the good guys. I mean, again, in the '80s movies, the good guys win, right? Yeah. And to see so many good guys die in such quick succession, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm telling yeah. you that 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 would that movie at its time was just unprecedented. And and we're talking about it used an alien in a real world environment. Like I know ET, that was one of those like you know kid movies, what right? Yeah. yeah. But in an action environment, has that happened before? Um, Ooh, it's really it's yeah it's random. It, if so, it's rare. For Star them to Wars, drop Star like Trek. A, these are not real kind of. These are all sci sci fi, right? This. When do you have an alien placed in a real world environment? Well, I get like I said, ET. But again, that was more kiddie. And then you got like a Close Encounters or something. But it's yeah. not like they're not. I'm sure evil aliens. What about like an Independence Day or something? Yeah, but that, I'm sure those movies are a lot cornier than. Yeah, Predator. I'm sure that movie exists. It's just like some. B movie that didn't yeah, get a lot of yeah. press. It's probably a president. Not, not the biggest actor in yeah, the world. Not the biggest actor in the and world. And by the way, Carl Weathers coming off of some of the biggest movies in the world with yeah, the, the, the Rockies. Rockies and stuff. Yeah, so it's interesting you say he's the biggest actor in the world because I, I do agree with you, but he had just made like Red Command, Heat. Commando, he I think, was right before. He made yeah. Commando and then he made Red Running Heat. Man. Running, Running Man, Man came, out just, after. Like, came after. I think was, this I think is it was the, the same movie. year, but it came after. Yeah. I think this is the movie that put him over the top of uh, Stallone. This I've is the looked movie this that up put... before. Uh, this was his highest grossing movie at the time. At the right? time yeah. Because we all know that uh, Terminator, what, what, 2, Terminator came along 2 did. And, they yeah. completely yeah, yeah. killed everything. But but Arnold was... I, we all know Arnold was big from... Um, what was the, the, the early movies? The Conan, Conan uh, Terminator. Conan, exactly. Terminator. I, First Terminator. I, I watched Conan in the theaters, by the way. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that must have been Conan in the theaters. That yeah. must have been like How a re-release or something. Well, they like must have. I, I bet. No, I bet you they re-released <laughs> it. Like and, oh, did, and sometimes there was like years delay. I think yeah, between exactly. something's available in the east. I, I know I saw it in the. In so the theaters. when you saw it in the theaters, was like first release you saw it in theaters so in Bulgaria. It must have been. Yeah, okay. exactly. It must have been like something like eighty-five or eighty-six. Okay. Okay. I know the movie probably came out in like eighty-two or eighty-three or whatever. Hmm, um, interesting. But but yeah, so it made the most money. You know, and it was nineteen eighty-seven, and. I don't know where I was going with that. We were just talking about how big Arnold was at the time, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. you're just saying this movie took him over the top. You're right. I think Sylvester, by name, at this point, surely should have been and Those bigger. Rocky movies had to have been bigger. Right. Rambo yeah. 1 and 2, right? And yeah. he had, and, like, yeah, a, yeah, like I was saying, he had just met, made Red Heat, and I think he was looking, and that didn't do so well in the theater, so I think he was mm-hmm. looking for like a script that was like, Really challenged his acting abilities and really yeah. was like, kind of put him like on the... On the well, this is a perfect choice for that. Yeah. Do you think Total Recall then made him what he is? No, I think I think Predator did. I think Predator I think, made him that the biggest star in the world, and then he had a series and then of he hits had a series after of that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, to has he stopped since? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so the Mac is That's like the, the first guy to get to Blaine, right? Yeah. And yeah. Predator like flashes those eyes at Mac. Like, why does he do that? Is that just a taunting move? What does that mean? He he's taunting. You think he I think like, he's just toying with him. Or do you think he's just doing a second take? Kind of like, oh crap! There, there is a soldier here. I gotta go. So we, like, we had discussed this earlier. Like, maybe his suit kind of recycles through itself. Like, it reboots itself. So maybe his eyes were just kind of rebooting themselves to but, make to make sure he's still uh, invisible. Yeah, or for whatever reason I don't know. it does it. But I, I honestly think that he was toying with. He was like, he's toying with him. He's like, 
hey, here I am. Now come chase me. Yeah, I'm going to let you see me, and you still can't do yeah, anything. Yeah. That's what I think I mean, if too. he does that, then, man, he's one sly alien. Mm-hmm. I mean... Oh, no, I think, like, they think this is just a game. He was a he was a cocky predator. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> he didn't know, well, he didn't know he was up against the most, like, elite man yeah. on the planet. And, and look what he did with that whole crew, yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, yeah, what, what, what a scene. Of course, uh, you know, after he, you know, as he's running away, uh-huh. you have shots fired. But uh, yeah. after a while, though, it took it took yeah. him a little well, too long. Mac to emptied Mac emptied his first gun. Well, first he took way too long to pull the trigger. He's like screams out. I thought it was kind of funny too. He screams out like Sergeant. Is that what he said? Okay. Yeah, I never knew. And then what he, he just like opens up with his gun. And but he I, does hit. He, he does scream, hit Predator. Just pulled the trigger. Yeah. he had a shot. He had a shot. He hit him once, even as. He gave himself away. As the Predator's you know? running away. As he running hit away. him once. Then he picks up Painless. Yeah. And just like starts knocking well, by the that whole time, jungle By the Predator's down. up in the trees. He's, we yeah, all know he's, that. He's like a quarter mile away probably. He's moved so fast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's probably moved Springs laterally up in the trees. and up in the yeah. trees. So basically, yeah. within like five seconds, he's not even he's not even where they're shooting. So the, the scene that we're talking about is like probably one of the more famous scenes in this whole movie yeah. where they just oh, completely annihilate a, a jungle. They fired every bullet that they it's had. It's the yeah. 1980s Americans it basically. Firing every the entire arsenal of the country at an alien. That's what's happening. It would have been funny to like see somebody like pick up a rock and throw it. Like, <laughs> and all that. You got like Poncho shooting the grenades. Yeah, I mean, they're literally they they're annihilate. shooting everything that they got, and they don't even know what they're shooting at. Like nope. other than Mac, Which other I, guys just show up. They see Mac shooting, and they shoot the same. Well, that's direction. where the instincts are kicking in, right? These yeah. guys are born killers, right? They 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 have been training their entire lives. So when they see one guy shooting, what are they going to do? They're going to shoot. Instinct or breakdown of like uh, command. I thought they lost their discipline. Yeah, don't you think? I mean, I, I mean, but I think I think if you see somebody firing at an enemy, you you join. You don't ask questions. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like they might have, you know, assuming they were going to survive much longer, they would have wished they probably had that ammo back. Yeah, he had killed two people at this point, right? The Hawkins, Hawkins, and Blaine. yeah, Hawkins and Blaine. Yeah, so they it. were pissed. They were just they totally were super pissed. pissed yeah. Um, uh, well, did they know that there was a second death when they started firing? Yeah, they they didn't know exactly where Hawkins was. Mac but, knew, but the rest maybe didn't. I mean, Mac saw Blaine's body there. But Hawkins, they didn't know about Hawkins. They didn't know if Hawkins they, was dead, I guess. The guts well, were all dead. No, they, 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 had, they, they probably knew Hawkins was dead. dead but, they knew but, something. But Mac, uh, the thing is, when they're all... Sorry, yeah, Mac knew, but what I'm saying is when they all get there, they, they start firing. They just saw Mac shooting and shot the same direction. Right? I mean, yeah, right. That's what which I mean. was undisciplined, but... It was maybe their best chance. Yeah, they were just like, "fuck it." <laughs> uh, I watch uh, this uh, one, one uh, web show called Watch Mojo a lot, and this uh, scene, this gunfight scene right here, mm-hmm. was ranked number six all time gunfight scenes of all time. And um, very impressive. Yeah, even though there's no one shooting back at them. Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so number one was the Candyland massacre from Django Unchained, wow. which I found interesting. I, uh, so if you want to compare like one to six, like which would you say is? It's a, very interesting that they actually put gunfight. Predator in a in a category with such a so where nobody shoots back yeah. at them. Yeah, I would have to take issue with the list that with Candyland being number like, one all time best. Number one. But, I mean, I have to do a lot of thinking to. To think, uh, yeah, I don't know, you know like two and five, two, like, two to like five. Yeah, the parameters of this, you know? yeah, but yeah. I mean, I think in its overall volume of bullets shot, <laughs> oh, yeah, gotta, that got to be in the list. Oh man, well, it might be the most, yeah. But I have to say, like, just look at the way it was filmed, right? Yeah, amazing work by or the, when they're blowing up the trees, you have the wide shots of, of trees just coming down, the, the smoke, right? You can almost smell, mm-hmm. you can smell it, the um, powder, burns, the powder yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and and everybody just. Going, just mowing and mowing and mowing, and it's extremely powerful because as you as a viewer, you want to be part of that. 
you know, arsenal, right? Yeah. You, because you're scared too. You're yeah. like, I want to keep firing at this predator right now because you just got freaked out. Yeah. Right. And it goes back to like uh, the practical effects. Like they had like I guess small little caps in these trees that were blowing up the trees yeah. like in sequence, and it just looked so realistic. Yeah, the Mexican government or whoever really let them <laughs> really let them tear up this forest, <laughs> right? <laughs> but like, um, we're gonna get a hospital out of this. <laughs> they, they, one of the guys was talking about what it was like to shoot the shoot painless. And he described it as shooting a chainsaw. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like just shooting a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was crazy. Was that, like, so they probably, they had to use a real gun. And like, so this is a movie, right? They could use cardboard gun and just make it. What do you mean like, they had to use one? Well, so what I'm saying is like, this is a movie. They could fake it, right? So they could have used a cardboard gun. Yeah, even to, back then? Yeah, back then just to make it look like a gun and then use whatever kind of effects they did. They chose to use a real gun, use real like blank bullets okay. to simulate this this entire gunfight, which again adds to the realism and the power of this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing scene. But yeah, the dudes they were like they were emptying their clips and reloading, and then emptying another clip. Like they were shooting everything that they had. Yeah. I wonder who's the first one to realize. All right. Uh, we'll, let's stop. Let's, yeah, yeah. Well, it, what was funny was they all ran out, and Max still holding the trigger down. Yeah, because he was on so painless. Scared. Like the barrels are still well, just freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. Totally just freaked out. Yeah. So after after all that, Poncho uh, runs into the woods, and he's like, scoping out. Poncho and yeah. Billy run into the woods to scope out. Like, what the hell did we just shoot at? They come back and they're like, we hit nothing, yeah. nothing, no blood trails, no no bodies, no nothing. And again, this this is what's so clever and you uh, clever about this movie is that these little tiny scenes these little tiny lines where they like add these doubts in these these uh soldiers minds like these trained soldiers who blast away this jungle and they hit absolutely nothing there's yeah. no trails or anything yeah. like that and there and any other time they would have just like earlier when they had annihilated this uh pueblo or that that little mm-hmm. village with the gorillas they would have done the same thing in this instance, and and they hit nothing, which is another instance of them not, yeah, not knowing what they're fighting. Against. Yeah. yeah, Mac is totally freaked out. He mm-hmm. like just keeps saying he's like, I saw it, I saw it. But, I love like, how he Arnold, can't though, say what Arnold it is. keeps his eye on the ball. He keeps trying to basically get everybody in check, right? Yeah. yeah, sergeant. Yeah, they're checking the body out, and it's like a big hole blown through him. They're yeah. like never seen anything like they say, it. No, no shrapnel, nothing, right? Yeah, the, uh, the yeah. wounds are cauterized. What the hell could have done this to a man? <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. I mean, all the lines, the mis- the mysterious lines, they're really. I mean, these guys have seen dead bodies for years and That's years and years, and they've never seen anything like this. I mean, yeah. again, what 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 does that make you think about? I mean, that's again just another element of like we're in the middle of the jungle. We're seeing things that we've never seen before. Yeah. What the crap is going on? I kind of right. wish they had shown they. They kind of showed it. I kind of wish they had shown his chest blow out. Oh, man. I think they showed enough. They showed a little. They showed showed it as much as they could show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it would have been cool if they had done like a mid shot and his chest exploded. I mean, you could see like everything. I don't love to see that. You could see all of his insides. Once he's dead, not during the shot. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so then Dutch, like you said, he takes control. He's like telling Dylan, get on the radio, I guess, to get them like. Get us a get damn us helicopter, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. He tells Mac to like start securing the perimeter. Uh, I mean, and of course starts booby trapping the freaking. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what Mac. Does. It does seem also like he was maybe trying to take Mac's mind off 
of Blaine because yeah. he was so shook. Go take a take, after take that. A it was like you know here, go right. secure the perimeter. Why are yeah. really good mm-hmm. leadership? Absolutely. So after that, Anna she finds like this she weird finds blood. The bl- so yeah. the one person out of this entire crew who you wouldn't think would find the blood finds the blood. Yeah. So Anna's like just kind of hanging out and she sees Well, she's this plant. lived around this area for a while. She so, probably you know, knows she what she's had, looking for. She may have seen something like that but before. But she's also she's, not rattled. So she's still she's kind of maybe not maybe uh, used yeah. to this. So she's kind of keeping yeah. her composure that she was able to see like the leaves like Obviously, all the like you know when you were talking about Arnold not seeing seeing the blood in the trees, right? Uh-huh. Like you would think that normally he would have seen it, right? So when Anna sees a leaf with the blood on it, which there was a lot of blood on that that yeah. tree, and it was luminescent, so it yeah. kind of stood out. Carl would, Weathers should have or uh, Dylan should have spotted. Don't that, even right? get me started on Carl Weathers. Like I've talked about how he sucks at his job. <laughs> well, he just passed it. I mean, yeah, he's washed yeah. up. He's been pushing too many pencils. Yeah, yeah, but, he's but I think job. she she probably realized uh, during the first kill that she's probably not a target, and I think she, it, it's probably helped her take it like a just just kind of a different look at the circumstance. Um, she's definitely a lot more relaxed. Yeah, I think the pressure then is on the rest of the guys from that point mm-hmm. on. After the very first scene, you know, during the first kill, uh, yeah, she's a little freaked out. But but after that, I think she kind of settles down. She knows she's not a target. I think somehow she knows that. Mm-hmm. Johnny said that same thing. I I disagree with you guys, but uh, yeah, she, she she knows there's a lot of big strong guys around her, and she knows that yeah. they are in trouble more than her right now. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah she's not the first she, target. She under, she seems to understand a little more about what's going on. I mean, she's at home, anyone right? else. She's in her environment. Yeah, true. Those guys, I mean, who knows? They've probably been all mm-hmm. over the world. Um, I think the only reason, like, one of the main reasons I always felt that she's a target is because she never runs away. Like, if she didn't truly think that she was a target, why didn't she run away? You know? If I, I, if, know, like, yeah. if I was in this group of people and, like, something was hunting them and ki- trying to kill them... And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? This thing ain't gonna kill me. So fuck you guys. I'm out yeah, of no, here. You're right. you know, but but she, I still think she's just. You can tell she's more comfortable. I mean, yeah, the way absolutely. she goes after the blood yeah. without telling them, she's she's like, she's starting to understand that there's something going on here. But but she's almost intrigued by it as yeah. opposed to scared by it. And she still doesn't trust the group because she's not like, hey guys, look at this right no, here. Exactly. She's, she, she keeps it to herself. Doesn't exactly. fly. Yeah. 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 She she could have said something right then, but yeah, yeah she chose to keep it to herself. But she didn't really know who she was dealing with as far as who these guys are yet, except that they keep pointing her. guns at her, right? They kidnapped her and had her, her wrist tied up. And, and your boy, Carl Weathers, is being an ass to her. <laughs> Basically, yeah, dragging her around. Yeah. Uh, so the guys are setting up camp. Uh, you know, Matt comes back and says, I set up the trip wires. Nothing's getting through here without tripping on something. Um, I love how he said nothing, though. So he already knows something's going on. Yeah. He didn't say no one. Yeah. He said nothing. Yeah. And, and then you right, got it's all those little lines, man. Those little subtle they, lines. They left some breadcrumbs. Yeah. Um, Dutch is telling him that he's really sorry about Blaine, that he's a good soldier, and then they kind of gets emotional. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Max, like he was my friend. He's a. He's I mean, a, that's as emotional as a freaking soldier is gonna get, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the eyes said it all. Like yeah. on uh, Bill these Duke two, was doing some work in that scene. Yeah, these two guys had been through obviously before this mission. They had been through a lot of. Well, stuff they've together. emptied a lot of flasks together. We yeah, know yeah. <laughs> so he goes, he goes down to the body, right, to have one mm-hmm. last drink mm-hmm. with Blade. He's talking to him, and I will say, as you just said, like that, the flask was kind of small. Like considering that they were sharing it and stuff, that would not have lasted them very long. I, I don't know. Yeah, they, unless there's like a little, like one of those, you know, 
liquid bags somewhere. <laughs> you know, camel bag. They, they, they just refill it. There's no way that thing should have been gone after that first uh, shootout. It should have been going after the helicopter rod. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so I've told Mike before, but I, I grew up watching this movie on the TV edit, and I'm pretty sure that this whole scene was cut out too. The like, goodbye, bro. Where he's bro. like mourning over his body. Yeah. Um, yeah, they cut the heart out of the movie when they did the TV edits. Yeah. They left all the action. Well, in most and, '80s movies they do that. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't watch '80s movies on TV edits. So, did that, like that scene was too emotional for this movie. Well, I don't think it was too emotional. I, I mean, that's like, why they cut it out. A slow scene. They so didn't they got find it. it important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, what it is. totally is a very important scene because it, it shows like it shows how much Matt cares about Blaine and mm-hmm. the depths that we, in which he's willing to and go how, in right, order how to get revenge. And how distraught he is. Yeah. And it, it explains his behavior, behavior later on in the movie, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually, that brings us to the end of this section. So yes, it uh, It's been a pleasure having you on, Sam. We hope to have you back. Yeah. Right. So that's it. Yeah, that's the end of episode five. So check us out again. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs>